0: Welcome to The Wanderer's Podcast. I'm Tessa.
1: And I'm Derek. And we're your hosts. And we just wanted to welcome you and say thank you for listening along. We so appreciate you showing up here, listening in. We we feel like we've, we've weathered some heavy storms, uh, especially recently, and have learned a lot along the way. And this is just a space for us to share some insights and observations along our journeys in different seasons of wandering.
0: Yeah. And we started this as really just a place for us to have a conversation and invite you in and join us for just bantering and also talking about serious things Mm -hmm. that matter. So today we just kind of wanted to do a little life update and also share with you about our new current living situation.
1: Yes, but first um, I also wanted to share what i'm doing as far as work and a job as some of you know if you've been listening to the podcast um i decided to step away from full-time vocational ministry church work that i've been doing for better part of a decade and step into something totally new and something completely different and so i'm happy to say that now for the past two months almost uh, i've been consulting full-time freelance consultant and i've been consulting um, on communications and marketing I've also done some product management, project management, uh, business consulting on their systems and processes, and it's been a fun ride. Really, really fun. Getting to stretch muscles. I haven't, uh, I haven't really stretched at least not to this, to this capacity. I don't think. Yeah. Um, it's been
0: fun to see you really diving in and doing things you've never done before.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel accomplished most most days. I I, I really do. And um, so that's what pays me currently. On the side, we do things like this podcast that we're wanting to do more of. Uh, I've also decided that um, I'm going to ramp up my writing and write a book. Yeah um, I don't necessarily know exactly what it's going to be about, but I have a I have a general idea and uh, but I just you know I thought I, I really enjoy writing. I, I love to write it's a, it's a good way for me to express my emotions. Uh, I'm not always good at doing that verbally but in writing I, I tend to do I think I think I do it better. Um, so I'm writing a book and I'm also relaunching a course online. And yeah, so there's doing, a lot doing in the a lot. We are doing a lot. It's going to be a busy <laughs> summer, but interestingly enough, our living situation, our current living situation that we're going to tell you about is helping us make room for it.
0: Yeah. It's setting us up to really make more space in our life for these things. And it, again, uh, it's, it's for a season. So mm-hmm. for the last two months, we have been living in a travel trailer. Uh, we like to call it a camper. Mm-hmm. just feels better, rolling off the tongue. It does. Uh, and the, the kind of the reason behind it, and I can share a little bit more about the origin of this idea. <laughs> um, but for us, we've always kind of wanted to go tiny yeah. and live small and simply even just for a season, to see what it was like before we made the plunge. So back in 2014, uh, we were living in a big house in Texas, and we stumbled upon The Minimalists and their, I think their documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. and just really, uh, or maybe it wasn't their documentary. I don't remember. But It was anyway, another documentary. It was a different documentary <laughs> that came out later. And um, we just really kind of started, liking the idea derek took more of a plunge yes. in it than i did i kind of was like mm, i like my stuff thank you very much and uh <laughs> but i just i liked the idea of it of kind of like removing the excess and simplifying to what really matters so for us that just made sense and we like a uh, fast forward uh 2017 we ended up actually really seriously trying to buy a tiny house yes. and build one and mm-hmm. The doors were closed on that, and we realized, you know, you know what? That was probably for the better. We maybe weren't ready or maybe never ready to do that. Maybe tiny is not for us. Um. Well, um, about now two months ago, we Mm -hmm. were needing to relocate because of Derek... taking a step down from his job and starting his own business came at a cost and we knew we needed to downsize (laughs) um, and cut costs. So we knew we needed to find something cheap, if not for free for Mm -hmm. a season. And our
1: lease was coming up.
0: Well, yeah, it was all, it was kind of all around around, the same time that it was all like Derek's job was transitioning. We needed to change housing because our lease was coming up and stuff. So our dear friends who moved to Portland a year ago, they lived in this, this, same camper for two years and traveled around the U S with their two kids. And, um, they offered us this space, uh, while we kind of transitioned and figured out what we were doing. So it kind of, again, was like, we didn't hesitate. If anything, we like leaped for joy that this was Mm -hmm. our opportunity. And they were so kind to us. They even like spelled out this whole long, like note of, Hey, here's what it's really like to live in a camper with kids. Okay. Yeah, And spelled it out really clear for us. Cause we really, sh- we want to be friends with them at the end of this. So we just, because <laughs> it's on their property yeah. and it's just such a cool experience for us right now. Um, get to do this. We yeah. just have a lot of like little things we're learning and that's kind of what we want to share with you guys today.
1: Yeah. And the bonus is that we're not just living in a, you know, 29 foot travel trailer, but we're also, it's parked on their property on five acres and so our at our front door is this beautiful luscious we're staring at it right now we're sitting in the camper right now it's this beautiful luscious green landscape the sun shining and so our four-year-old she just she's really taken I think to the outdoors yeah um, she's still you know she's a little girl and, and doesn't she's
0: definitely more cautious too
1: she's definitely more cautious and she doesn't like bugs and you know <laughs> oh so when a flying thing comes by she screams at the top of her lungs we now know it's just a bug
0: well it's a very specific like it's a very bug specific, scream yeah. like it's a bug scream <laughs> oh she's screaming oh it's, it's like, a oh, bug okay.
1: um, but being able to you know well, I want to have the space and the peace and quiet and our front porch to basically be it's outside and it's beautiful that is a huge bonus versus like being parked in a trailer park or there's nothing wrong with that if you're listening to that and that's your life um congrats good for you
0: no it's just a different experience it's
1: a very different experience so i i feel honored that we get that we get Mm -hmm. to do this and so what we wanted to do today was just kind of unpack a little bit of like what's it like to live tiny um what have been, we talked about some of the motivations, but even deeper than that, going a whole other level and layer of what's it been like, what's it producing in in us and in our family, and just kind of answer some questions that we've gotten uh, over the last couple of months. Usually, when we tell people that we're living in a camper, um, you know, it's kind of split into two groups. Younger people go, oh, that's awesome. I've been wanting to do that. and Older older people, not and it doesn't have to be that much older, just older people, especially with kids, go, oh, oh, yeah, wow, wow. How's, how's that going? Yeah. Um, a lot of cautious, like, what do I say here? <laughs> and, like,
0: oh, nice, yeah. okay. And
1: I respect both, both yeah. uh, stances because it is both. It's both like, oh, this is so cool and fun, and also like, oh, this is also really hard because we have yeah. kids, and this is tight, so.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Derek, so what... For you, what are you giving up um, so that you can be gaining something out of this? So, so as say the statement "giving up something good for something better" is true. What did? What are you giving up, and what have you gained in the process?
1: Good question, and we've gotten that question a couple times. And I would say that you know one of the biggest things that that people assume and it's it's assumed correctly is that you're giving up some comfort. And and you are to a degree. You you definitely are when you don't have space to go you know leave your crying child on the floor and go that's a bad example.
0: Plus, like <laughs> are you leaving our no, crying no, no, child no. on the floor no, no, no. and walking away? <laughs> I
1: think any parent can understand like yes. oh my 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 kid is being difficult whatever. I just need like 30 seconds of quiet to to be able to walk into another room, close the door, take a few deep breaths and regroup. Uh, That's not possible here. (laughs) Really. You can step outside. That's the best. That's the best thing you could do. um, If you're looking for something like that, but you get, you're giving up some comfort. So, so comfort is the first thing and that comes on many levels. Uh, The space for me, I'm an introvert. So I like, you know, space and quiet and being able to have my own little nook or corner. Um, don't really have that. Um, but although that 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 is something we're giving up, for me, what I find I've gained is a closeness with my mm. wife, with my girls, with my family that I've not um that I've not had. because when you're in this close of quarters, there is no escaping anything. <laughs> there's no escaping conflict. There's no escaping mess. There's no escaping chaos. Like you have to face it. Head on. and because I desire to be a good husband and a good father, um, I don't I don't run from it. I, I, I face it head on, and sometimes I handle it great, and other times, you know,'m I'm, I'm improving and, and working on it. Um, but that I think that would be, you know, there are many things, but off the top of my head, that would be the probably the biggest thing is I'm giving up the comfort of space and, you know, all that comes along with that for a closeness with my family that, um, that I don't think could be produced Hmm. any other way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally can relate to that. I would say, um, we do have like tiny bathroom. That's our probably only (laughs) escape route is the bathroom, which journey is like, you know, I'm like right there. And she's like, mom, um, what are you doing in there so it's not quite <laughs> of a, an yeah. escape as you would hope but no it, it can work for a temporary. it's
1: quite it's more quiet in there than I than I thought yeah it, it is be,
0: it's yeah. nice I sometimes go in there yeah. and you're like Tessa where'd you go no I'm yeah. um, just kidding maybe not I'm kidding no no, no. serious, but serious Tessa, so
1: Tessa what, for you what would you be yeah. you know what's the good that you're giving mm-hmm. up and the, what's the what's the better that you're gaining
0: gosh it's been such a crazy season for us coming into this season mm-hmm. so I feel like there's been a lot of hopes for our like life and a lot of it just hasn't worked out and a lot of disappointments in our past and so I think I've always held on to this dream of living in a space while being able to host and have people over and you know even in our last place we lived in um, I didn't do a ton of that as much as I had hoped again. And Mm. I think it's just because I was in a down season. I was in a little bit more of a, uh, well, we just had, you know, baby wild and just learning like what life is like with two kids. So just a transition there. Um, So I feel like we've been giving up a lot of that dream of hosting and having people over. Mm. Um,
1: Which we still want to do. Which we still we want will. to do and
0: we still can out like outdoors style, like having more of kind of like a just a camp vibe and mm-hmm. like inviting people yeah. over to sit outside and eat food with us cooked on the grill. I used to call it a barbecuer, but I've been informed that it's not a barbecuer. It's, it's, not a, it's a, barbecue. a grill.
1: You barbecue
0: on a grill, but you don't barbecue on a barbecuer. <laughs> <laughs> By the way.
1: Um, anyway
0: so yeah gosh it's it feels like it feels like we're giving up a lot honestly yeah. um but on the other side of this it feels like we're gaining so much mm-hmm. and so yeah I think like a little bit on what you said about the girls like um, I thought giving up a lot of space and toys and you know luxuries would be harder because like for the first uh four Well, the first week was miserable because we were trying to adjust. And it has bunk beds, so the girls sleep... Journey sleeps on the top, and our um, 11-month-old now sleeps on the bottom with, like, a little gate... And it just was a hot mess that first week. But after that, we really started to really settle in nicely. Like, I think we even honestly were like, we could do this forever. Like, we love this. Um, Mm -hmm. Or at least for another, like, longer than six months. Mm -hmm. And so that just kind of, like, was really exciting. And then we hit this, like, bump about six weeks in. This was maybe a couple weeks ago where we were like, (laughs) wait a minute. This is not necessarily what we want forever. (laughs) and i think you'll find that like if you youtube like there's so many people out there like living this tiny life for a season and then getting back into a house and i think there's just so much to learn when you strip away the mess and the noise Mm. and the the chaos and the clutter and you just strip it down to what's real and raw and our girls have so benefited from it it's been so um timely for our family in a lot of ways like bringing that connection, uh, piece in, like Derek said, just being kind of on top of each other and just a space wise. And there's no way around it of uh, just addressing certain things and conversations that we have are just so intimate around the table. And it's just been really fun to see when you let go of things, like what can rise from that?
1: Yeah. So good. So the second question that we get, uh, is, How has living tiny changed the dynamic of your marriage and family? Also a really good question. Yeah.
0: And we kind of touched a little bit on the, with the girls. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and for me, I'm kind of learning more about myself right now and we can talk, we'll talk more about that in the next episode that Mm -hmm. we have coming for you. But I just am realizing how much like I love to go on adventures and I Um. love to, do fun things and so outside like living in this home has helped me realize like okay I I I do need to be more home centered and like the girls need rhythms and um structure but I think that we were wanting to get out more this summer like mm-hmm. we've been kind of cooped up the last couple of years yeah. just hitting when, when the storm of grief came and just knocked me off uh us off kilter and we've just been trying to get back to normal ever since. And I would say this is our first summer in years that we actually are like really amped and excited for like doing adventures and things. So I think living in the camper just encourages you to get outside. Mm -hmm. Um, And so getting outside together as a family and the girls, getting them out um, has been challenging, um, especially since it's kind of been on and off raining here. (laughs) Um, But really exciting to see what it'll do for our family, even in the coming months as we do more things together outside the camper. But yeah, I would say, babe, what do you think? I mean, our evenings look different now oh. in the camper than they did before.
1: Very different. Yeah, I mean, I think, thankfully, the girls, like you said, take to – kids are so adaptable, and they've adjusted well here, and they've taken to the routine well, And but it's a small space. So when the girls go to bed, there's not a ton that happens in the camper Um, We've gotten to the point now where we can kind of keep, you know, we can finish cleaning up or doing the dishes or whatnot, but, yeah, but it's still, it kind of, we power down, I think much earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, Our focus is, you know, I mean, we don't really like, part of it is our internet connection. We don't have a super strong internet connection, but we're not um, doing a lot of TV watching or movie watching, which is nothing wrong with that. I enjoy, those things yeah we just but we haven't done them
0: and even before we moved in the camper though we Mm -hmm. kind of we have these lofty goals and we knew we can't achieve goals if we don't take something out so we we kind of already were starting to eliminate just Mm -hmm. our media consumption during the weekdays, Mm -hmm. and definitely saving it more for the weekends
1: yeah and that's that that helps you know when you're working towards something and and especially for our daughter that's kind of a rule for her is unless it's an emergency um no media until the weekends so every day is the question is is it the weekend like, yeah can i watch mean? something <laughs> it's not the weekend or we'll say is it the weekend yeah and force her to think about it
0: but that's interesting too because there was a, a, there is a period of time i think lately where she forgets all about it because oh, yeah. we're sending her outside so much more mm-hmm. sending her outside yeah. i mean we're she going outside yeah, she wants, she wants to. to go outside yeah um so that's been great that mm-hmm. she's not asking for it and it's only available, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, during kind of emergency. Like, yeah. hey, we need to get something done, which isn't rare. Which isn't rare? Which is, which rare? is rare. Or it isn't rare. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> I'm saying something there. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, I think going back to the question, how has this um, changed the dynamic of, of the marriage, of our marriage and family? I think maritally, I think it has, it's brought us closer together. Hmm. In many ways, because one, we have to work, we have to work as a team more. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, it was almost easier when you have more space, you can, you can avoid working as a team. You can kind of like separate your tasks or one of you could do it all. Um, You know, thinking about bedtime routine Um, and there are nights when Tessa's out or I'm out and one of us is handling bedtime all all by ourselves, but but I think being in just just the, the confinement of being in a small space, it's like you have to work together. And I think Tessa and I have, I think, uh, I think our communication has improved. I think our um, our understanding of each other has improved. Um, I think. Yeah. I think we are you. You've been much better at this than I have, but I think I'm getting better. Or I'm maybe it's very very recent for me, but Tessa is really good at about fighting for me. In fighting for what she knows I need and want. Um, I've been through a lot of self-awareness and self-discovery and finding that, you know, as a type five on the Enneagram, that's something that we tend to struggle with is voicing what we want or need. And I didn't realize that I was doing that um, until the last couple of years. And Tessa's been really good about fighting for me to get out and, and you know get some space, get some alone time. Um, but I am realizing how much I haven't done that for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I'm now going, okay, how can I, how can I do the same for Tessa? Because Tessa, as she said, she's realized she needs adventure. She needs exploration. She needs, you know, to be whisked away and something spontaneous happen. And so, you know, because I'm a thinker, I have to think about it for a while before then I actually do anything (laughs) about it.
0: A couple days, maybe.
1: (laughs) Or weeks. A couple weeks thinking about it. Um, so I think. You know, being in this close proximity, seeing each other's um, strengths and weaknesses even more. I mean, imagine that as a married couple, you already see all of it. It's
0: amplified. It's
1: amplified in a small space because, again, you can't escape from anything. So I think forcing yourself, forcing ourselves to to face things head on. Uh, Good, bad, not ignore them. Things with our marriage, things with our kids to go, no, we can't ignore this one because it's incredibly hard to do that in the small space but two because it's for the benefit of our family yeah. that we that we lean into this you know why is journey acting this way we can't just we can't ignore it um we yeah. shouldn't but i think it's 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 more pressure to to do something with it i don't know if that makes sense
0: yeah and i think too like it's not just living tiny has created all this like mm-hmm. self awareness and the journey we've been on with that but like it's definitely been an amplifier to like see where we need to work on things and giving ourselves opportunities (laughs) to use our tools to become better. And I would say you're right. We have done a lot better with our communication Mm. and how we handle conflict. I know I've become really hyper aware of just some triggers and things that like, I think just set me off and learning, okay, why did that set me off? Mm. Where in my body did I feel that? Mm -hmm. And how can I take a deep breath right now? and address this calmly which is really really hard to do if you don't know what is happening to yourself like if you don't if you're not even aware that you're freaking out which i tend to sometimes freak out over small things you know and i'm not alone in that (laughs) um but yeah it's just been super interesting to see the the girls Mm. just thrive and i feel like the memories we're going to make from this just are going to be so great i hope I know Journey will remember, Wild won't remember probably, yeah, but no, um, we'll have tons of photos to mm-hmm. show her later, which is always yeah. what you want to see.
1: Pictures. Hopefully, video. We need to take more video. The third question we'll end with this is: Can you see the purpose in the wandering from this season? So I think, you know, we started this podcast calling it the Wanderers. And really, trying to speak to those of you who are in a transition of sorts. I think, in its simplest form, that's really what it's about. When you feel maybe a little bit lost, when you feel like I don't know where I don't know where the next step is coming or going, um, and you kind of feel just in the middle, that wandering season. And sometimes it's for weeks. Sometimes it's for years. We really wanted to create a space to to talk about things that that address all the things that come up when you're in that in that wandering season. And so here we are in this tiny living space, this twenty-nine foot camper, and going asking ourselves, what's the what's the greater purpose here for for us as wanderers, for you as wanderers, what's the what's the greater purpose, meaning message that that we could extrapolate from this experience? And I think, I think for me, um, I would say the thing that that brings purpose to this is when you put yourself in a place of pressure what comes out the other side is going to be good if you let it and that's the kicker
0: mm-hmm. if you, you have, let it yeah you have two choices at you that know
1: point. I've heard someone say you can be you can be bitter or you can be better and I think when you're in that season of wandering in that place of wandering again whether it's weeks or months or years and some of that is kind of up to you to determine your outlook your perspective how do you want to function in this space when you're being pressed what's flowing out when you're being pressed what's flowing out and so we've just chosen to go you know what how many different situations can we put ourselves in where we can see gold coming out of us when we where we can be pressed enough that yeah it's intense and it it hurts it's painful I'm not going to ignore that maybe a little bit you know suffering a little bit here but on the other side of that is is something really precious that's the that's the bigger purpose here uh, for us in this season is to go, what, what are we going to, what are we going to extrapolate this? Are we going to mm-hmm. let this pressure build something? Are we going to let this pressure push something out of us? You know, I think of like a garlic press or a wine press or an olive press. It's like, there has to be a, there has to be a crushing, you know, think about wine or, or olive oil. There has to be a crushing, but what comes on the out on the other side is liquid gold. You know, something people are willing to pay a lot of money for. So Mm -hmm. in this season, what we want is just this to be another opportunity to to go to, in the best sense of the word, to be crushed. Yeah. You know, and a lot of that means my own pride, uh, my own desire for comfort and space and all those things that not necessarily are bad, but things that I think I know I've let get in the way of real, genuine, authentic connection with my wife and kids, Mm. you know at the very basic level. So that's what I would say. Tess, would you, would you add anything to that or?
0: Gosh, that was so good. I mean, you know how I feel about the pressed and flowing (laughs) analogy. I just love it. It's such a part of my world right now. And just seeing things uh, unfold in that way of just seeing that there has to be a death, uh, in order for new life to be born. And Mm. it's just crazy. To think of it in that way, but for us, I feel like we're like I don't know if we'll ever not feel like we're wandering. I don't know, but I feel like <laughs> even though you have your job situation semi figured out, I say semi because
1: <laughs> sorry,
0: I don't sound very confident, but I'm with you. It is figured out right now, for now. and yeah, I just it's not sustainable where we're at. No. So realizing that, and we're living in a camper, so. Yeah. We're not exactly... We've never... We haven't arrived anywhere. Um, (laughs) And the funny thing is, is I don't think we're ever going to arrive. And I don't... That's why I'm saying, like, are we going to be wandering forever? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's the journey. It's about the process. And it's never going to be a destination. So if you're thinking like, oh, well, if I can just do this, then I'll da-da-da. But like, no, it's it's a process of the journey. That's what it's about. And so we're just excited of what is going to flow out of this season for us um, and how we can give and love other people um, that have been through what we've been through. So knowing it's, it's kind of about the process is really helpful for me Mm. as a person who kind of is driven in a way of like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And so it's, it's forcing me to really be present. Mm. And I think I think the purpose, honestly, for me in this wandering season of living in the camper and trying to figure out like, is to learn how to be content Mm. with what I have.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Just really, really getting down and stripping out all of the, Mm -hmm. the, just the things that don't really matter. And I know I mentioned that earlier, but like in a real tangible way, I just feel like I'm really prone to busyness and prone to production Mm -hmm. and doing and finding like, um, the next thing to work on the next even though i'm not as great at like publishing things i'm like i still just feel so anxious about i need to get things out there yeah um produce produce do 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 mm-hmm. and this season has been a lot of just being mm-hmm. like who who is tessa and yeah. what does she want to do right now mm-hmm. and that is really hard and and mm-hmm. honestly just learning learning how to create more space for myself
1: mm-hmm. which is really interesting because i find that for me this season I think has become a bit more about producing. <laughs> yeah. And because we we've been flip flopped, you yeah. know. I heard someone talk about, you know, your your the ratio of input to output. And for me, I've just I've had a lot of input. I, I you know read books and articles and information and, and I think, you know, as again as a type five on the Enneagram. I think the more information I have, the better. But what that leads to for me is an is analysis paralysis. And then I don't end up doing anything. And I really feel like this, here I am, this is an opportunity for me to, to get things off the ground again, uh, because I was really diving into writing before we lost Haven. Yeah. And when we lost Haven, I just did not want to write anymore. I didn't care. I thought it was meaningless, but now I'm finding, I'm finding more purpose in it, more joy, actually more life from, from, from writing and uh, from processing my, my emotions and my memories and my but you had to go that through way.
0: that. You had to yeah. go through the last two years yeah. to get to this moment. Yeah, it
1: had to die. You know, yeah. just like you said, like there is no resurrection without a death, and that's the cycle of life. My gosh, a seed goes in the ground and dies so that it can spring up and bring forth fruit. So good. Um, good. Like that's that's just life, and so it's. But I find it interesting that here we are, we're in the exact same place and season, but for you, it looks like being more content and and present and more space and less doing, for me, it, it actually has more to do with pu- putting more out there, like reducing yeah. the time I spend shoving information in my brain and actually go go, go put something out there, like produce something. And I, and I use the word produce not in like the, I don't know, legalistic doing sort of way, but actually like I need to be more of who I am. Yeah. And more of who I am is a writer. And teacher and speaker and coach. And so I'm just looking for Author. more opportunities. Author, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking for more opportunities to actually exercise those instead of letting them lay dormant. So,
0: yeah, um, so good, babe. Yeah. It's, it has to be that way. We have to mm. have a balance. So,
1: totally. So, from here, our, some of our closing thoughts. I think the one thing we wanted you to walk away from this is. You know, for us, maybe you will never, maybe you'll never live in a tiny house or a travel trailer or a camper. And that is completely fine. That is completely okay. We don't necessarily re- recommend it for everyone. But but there is something in your life. There's There's some experience that or situation that you can put yourself in that you know would be, it would test you um, it would stretch your capacity and your limits and, and it would press you, maybe even crush you a little bit.
0: Yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking all these ideas and just feeling like, yeah, it, I think it's hard because typically you want comfort. We, we kind of default to comfort and, Mm -hmm. oh, that's going to make me uncomfortable or put me outside my comfort zone. Like, and I don't even know if we're honestly even like conscious of it. I think it's a very subconscious thing. Um, and I think you have to, be open to, like, challenging yourself and Mm. challenging your beliefs and going, okay, I know that this will make me better by going to this community group that my church is putting on, or I don't really want to, but I think it would be really good for me to go serve at the homeless shelter Mm -hmm. on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really want to do that, but there's something in me feeling like I need to put myself in the community and, or if it's just like, you know, for me, sometimes it like in a season of, of grief and loss, like I just didn't want to get together with like, like, like like-minded women. I just kind of isolated myself. So like, if it's just getting out and going to, like you said, a meetup or something, like I don't know. I think I think even on a bigger scale, like maybe it is downsizing your home. Yeah. Maybe it is moving <laughs> to a different state because mm. your family living by family would actually be really, really good for your soul. And you've mm-hmm. been away from family, and you, um, you know, I don't know. There's so or vice many versa, things living away from family. Yeah, living away from family. I think there's so much to look at, and 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 it doesn't always. You can't equate um, pleasure or enjoyment for like the will of God or whatever. Like wh- what is it that you feel like you're supposed to be doing it doesn't always end in comfort and yeah. what you want to do.
1: Yeah. You know, you've heard it said, the things worth doing usually aren't easy, you know. Mm. Um put another way, I've heard many times in the locker room, no pain no gain, which is, you know, not always true, but a lot of the times it is. You got to go through room, you got to like go through some hard ago? stuff. <laughs> Now they would say that less. They'd be like, "If you're hurting, please stop." Women say that. We're not liable. Um, but yeah, I mean, even gosh, my gosh, even thinking about birth, like there's there's a painful process, but without it, you don't mm. gain the baby. Anyway, we could keep going on and on about this, but we want to end today again, just saying thank you for for listening. Find your tiny house. Be pressed so that gold can flow out the other side, and that's it.
0: So thanks, guys, for listening along. We're so glad you're here and so appreciate you. So if you could do us a favor, I know every podcast you listen to has this somewhere in the the talk, but we really would appreciate it if you like what we're doing. Uh, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. This will make sure that you get notified when we get new stuff out in the world. So thank you in advance for doing that. And also leave a review. If you like the content that we have and it's finding to be true, ringing true to you, please write a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts about the podcast and specifically how it's impacting you. And it's as easy too as just hitting the stars to give us a rating, Mm -hmm. even just a simple rating like that goes a long way. Um, And lastly, share with your friends. If you just love what we're saying again, and maybe you don't love it, you just like it, whatever, (laughs) Um, share it on your Instagram post a photo share it with a friend share it with a neighbor we would just love to get this information and this um message out there so thank you again you guys we're so appreciative of you and as always we just want to remind you that not all those who wander are lost so let's be wanderers together